All right. Welcome into the Underdog Sports Podcast. We are back. We're I'm, back. It's Vince here with Seamus. Seamus Doyle. How are you? And, uh, yeah, so. It's, it's been, been a long time. Yeah. It's uh, been a long time coming. coming. Uh, it's been since before Christmas. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, but we're just happy to be back. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy that Bryce Harper's on the fucking Phillies, Vince. Uh, apparently, some people that tended to boo him yesterday aren't. <laughs> See, here's the thing about that. I, I don't know if they were booing him, which they were, but I thought that they were booing the umpire. But I hope. But uh, before we even get into that, yeah, we're just happy to be back. So we're back here on a new platform. Uh, now we'll be able to we'll be able to go for as long as we want. Yeah. And uh, we hope to just keep improving. My girlfriend wishes uh, she could say the same about me. <laughs> but we hope to have uh, Eric and Jack back with us at some point. Yeah, they're, you know, they're we're, missing. We're missing our third and fourth members here, but I think me and Seamus can make do by ourselves for now. We can ha- we can hold the fourth down, Vince. All right, so why not just uh, get right into it? Philly's opener. All right. First thoughts. Let's talk about it. What um, was your first thoughts? I think that in the opener you saw how dangerous this lineup can be. Obviously, with even without Bryce Harper doing anything. Right, he went 0-3. He went 0-3 for 3 with an important intentional walk, yeah. which set up the Hoskins Grand So slam. even when he's off, his impact is still felt in a different way. Absolutely. Plus, there was a totally different... I wasn't there. It was the first opening day I missed. I could feel the energy through my TV. Yeah, but everyone was saying the energy was freaking ridiculous. It was like 08, 09, yeah. 10, 11. I, I haven't seen... Again, we weren't there, but I haven't... Even just through my TV, haven't seen or heard Citizens Bank Park like that since... It was amazing. 07, 08, 09. It was amazing. We have a new face of the franchise, though. That's what it is. Yeah. And the craziest part about this uh, this lineup is you can't you cannot pitch around this lineup. No, you, you can't because look There's at no our, holes. our eight hole uh, hitter just hit a hit a two run home run. Yeah, I think it was a two run home run, right? Three, uh, three, three run home run three at the run bottom of the six. Yeah, by Mike Cal. So that's a, your eight hole hitter. Then you got the top of the lineup. They intentionally walk. Bryce Harper to get to Reese Hoskins with bases loaded, which is a dumb fucking you know move what? to me. I think the uh, Braves should be investigated for that because nobody nobody should walk any batter to, to load, face Reese Hoskins. Also to load the bases. And weren't there no outs? I don't think there were any outs. So what – I get that you don't want to go against Bryce Harper in that situation – but it look. I mean, look what happened. Look what happened. It bit them right in the ass, and I'm happy about it. But guess what, Hoskins? I'll tell you what. He is. His power is unbelievable. He's gonna have himself a year. He's I gonna have like. himself a year. Look, he can hit so much more comfortably hitting behind Harper. Yeah, and that's the same thing with dudes like uh, your man Odubel and and, and and Franco. Yep. They're, Last year and the year before that, they were both looked at to be probably the two best players in this team, correct? Oh, absolutely. They're not looked at that way anymore. So no. now, M- Mikel Frank- Franco hit, what, 25 homers last year? Yeah. And it was it's all right. But now if he hits 25 homers, it's great. Can you imagine? And Oduble, you know, he's real streaky. His streaks last year and the year before, they're they're so pivotal to this team because he's the best player and he was the best player in the team. So absolutely. when he's hot, it's great. But when he's cold, he's the worst player. But now his streaks won't be as yeah. pivotal to the team. Absolutely. When he's on one of his hot streaks, it's just even more of a plus. When he's cold, it's going to suck, but we're still going to have... Still have Hoskins, Harper, McCutcheon, Yeah, Segura. we're still going to have all these other guys that don't streak like him. Speaking of Kutch, how oh, about that? So, how I mean, about Andrew McCutcheon? I sat down to watch the game in my basement. You know, I get done watching a pit, uh, an inning of Aaron Nola just dealing, and then McCutcheon hits a leadoff home run. Amazing. I jumped off my couch Amazing. in excitement. The one thing, and I will be a Debbie Downer for a little bit, okay. and I'm the, I'm the ultimate Phillies optimist, You are. is... I don't know if I trust the rotation, man. I, I really don't. Besides That'll be the Nola, biggest question of the year. Besides, I think Pavetta is going to have I a good year. I think Pavetta is going to have a great year. But then, I mean, I mean, obviously we all trust in Nola. He's our ace. I mean, yesterday, six innings pitched, one error, eight strikeouts. I think he only allowed one run. He was dominant. He, he was great. And it was most people said he was off. Right. So, I mean, if six innings pitched, eight strikeouts, one run allowed and a win is an off day. Can't wait to see what it looks like when he finally when he's really gets it, it going. But uh, I mean, after him, you have Arietta, who in the in the spring training he he looked like he was getting it together. His, His mechanics start, were looking he was, good. He was great. Right. His he's looking good. I mean, if he can keep that up, I mean that's great. And I then, think Arietta is is a, key, a major key to this. Yeah. To whether this team will have ultimate success. I have a feeling season. he's due for a good season, but I also have even a stronger feeling about Pavetta for some reason. Me too. I think Nick Pavetta is going to break he's out. He's looked year, good. Man. I, I think he's going to be a Cy Young candidate this year. 
that would that would honestly be. Amazing. I mean, that is a hot take. That is a very very hot take. But I really think that Nola and Pavetta will be competing for NL Cy Young. If I could have, I guess this is even a hot take. But Nola, I think you know he could win it. Oh, he could definitely win it. I, I think he's one of the early favorites. Yeah, I mean, then you know, like later in the game, Hector Neris came in and just didn't look. Uh, he last year he started I don't know off what horribly. To think of Hector Neris. Right, he was horrible in the beginning of last year. They brought him down, but then they called him back up, and he was. And he, he, was looked, he looked good, he, yeah. He looked a lot better. He looked good, but then he comes in yesterday. I think he came in the 6th or the 7th. Yeah. Yeah, the 7th. 7th inning. And one inning pitch to give up two hits. One of them was a two-run home run. Obviously, it wasn't that horrible because we had such a dominant lead. But right. in a game where we don't have a dominant lead, you can't have that. No, especially late in a game like that. Yeah. So, no. I mean, uh, listen, I think the bullpen... The bullpen, the bullpen definitely improved with uh, David Robertson, who didn't look yeah. too sharp yesterday. He gave up a run, two hits in an inning. But, but. that dude, if you look at the course of his career, what he's done, uh, I, I think he's going to be good this year. Um, you also have Nishak. Nishak came Nishak, in. He looked uh, good. looked pretty good yesterday. And we need to get to see uh, Sir Anthony, who will probably be our like, prize closer. It's either going to be... It looks like, I mean, for Capra to put Robertson in, what inning was it? The, the se- I think he came in the seventh. The seventh no, the, se- the eighth. He was in the eighth. Okay, so he it was, might uh, be a setup to uh, Sir Anthony. Yeah. I, going into the, when, when they signed him, I thought that he was going to be the closer, which he still may be. Yeah, but, we don't know. Um, it might be a little bit of a battle. Yeah, I mean, I either one I'm cool with. I would like to see Sir Anthony grow a little bit on last year. I think he, he showed signs last year, but sure. just not enough to become yeah. the closer yet. But I think that this year, again, if he has to battle with Robertson, he'll have to prove himself Absolutely. To, to win that battle and Absolutely. become the dominant closer, which we've lacked for so long, ex- since Brad Lidge, really. Yeah. Since uh, since 08. You can't put a lot of stock into an opening day victory. However, yeah. it's very important in that it sets the tone for the season. Yeah. I mean, it really does. If the Phillies went out and lost 2 to nothing yesterday with that lineup, I wouldn't be worried, obviously, because that's I'd be dumb, disappointed. But I'd be a little disappointed. Right. I wouldn't be like, okay, time to jump ship already. No. But I would but, be like, damn. Like, but am I shocked? Wish I would have seen a little more. Am I shocked that they put up 10 runs? No. If you take a look at the lineup, McCutcheon, former NL MVP, yeah. still got pop. Segura, unbelievable hitter. Yeah, he said Harper speaks for himself. Hoskins. Power. Power. JT Romuto, the best catcher, catcher in the league, league yeah. especially the best hitting catcher in the league. Yeah. Who the hell's that? Do we have an intruder on our underdog sports show? There he is. What's up, buddy? How are you? We're in the middle of a podcast, but the Dego's here. Anyway, I didn't know that was going to happen. But anyway, we have Real Mudo, who I said, best catcher in the game. Odubel. If you have Odubel hitting sixth. Yeah. I mean, Odubel Herrera is hitting sixth. Like you said earlier, he's hot and he's cold. But that doesn't matter. But now his streaks don't affect It doesn't matter. You have McCutcheon, Segura, Harper, Hoskins, Real Mudo ahead of him. I mean, his his cold streaks aren't going to be. It, it's not going to matter. Right, it's as not going to affect. That's what I'm saying. And you were like, saying earlier when he's hot, it's going to just dude one through seven. I mean, uh, again, even eight. Uh, even eight. Franco looks, looks. See, here's the thing. I'm not a Franco guy. I know you're not. I'm really not a Franco guy. I you're wish a Moose guy. that they traded him. I wish I had Mike Moustakis, but that that's that's a different. Point. But now the the conversation is opening up. Is Mikel Franco legit the best eight hole hitter in the league? Well, I I guess he could yeah. be. As he long could as, be. Yeah, I mean, he, after the game, they interviewed him. He seemed like he's comfortable in that spot, which is great. Did you understand a lot of what people, he said? Uh, you know, uh, John, they, they basically translated a little bit. Uh, they, okay, that's good. At the NBC Sports. But, Not uh, to knock him, I just don't understand. No, yeah, but uh, a lot of guys, you know, they'd be too much ego. They won't they want to bat eighth, but as long as he's comfortable there. I don't know, Vince. You're wearing a nice Bryce Harper jersey yeah, right now. You got, the, you got the nice uh, powder, bl- blue. powder blue, but dude... He might be a bust. He's hitting zero 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 to start the season. I'm that's a little story, worried. Story I think some... I think that it was a waste of money that we signed Harper. <laughs> that's that, this is legit something that people calling in the ninety ninety. I guarantee you, there's so. WIP calls. Well, saying if you that. saw earlier, they were talk uh, on the John Mark show. A caller called in and said that Harper deserved to get booed and he was a waste of money. Okay, and then so he here's ca- the thing. and then he went on. John Marks defended Harper. And the caller went on the call. John Morick's gay because he loves Harper so much. Really? Yes. Well, that's that. That just goes to show you how much of a dumpster fire WIP is and local sports and radio. They're, yeah, they're callers. But listen, my thing with Philadelphia sports fans, I've said it before. I've, I'll say it again. Not all of them are smart. No. Not well, all any, of them are that's smart. Any but I mean, when you have people booing Bryce Harper, you you have people booing Bryce Harper for striking out and having an O for. Who gives a shit? 
It's opening day. It's the beginning yeah. of a season. Are those same people still going to boo him when he at the end of the year he's got fifty homers? That's a hot take right there. Yeah. I don't think he'll get quite fifty homers, but I think he's going to rake in this ballpark. I, I think he's going to get forty home runs at least. I mean, the only uh, the only explanation I can see for booing him is hey, you know, later in the season when you really are maybe if he really does struggle when we boo you, it's like hey, we never change. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good point too. <laughs> but but uh, that's not what the people. But you mean. know, you know who also didn't have a hit yesterday across the country. Manny, Manny Machado, Machado for the San Diego Padres. Yeah. So listen, were, were people booing him? Probably not because yeah. nobody cares about baseball in San, San Diego. Yeah, people probably weren't that, even That fan base is absolutely de- putrid, which just goes to show you how big of a sellout Manny Machado is. Yeah, I, I still you know can't what? believe that. I, I flipped. I used to be a Machado guy. After I, that, I moved to, to go to San Diego. I can't respect him. Not only that, the postseason remarks, I, didn't, I wasn't bothered by them at first, but now I'm bothered by them. Like for example, when he said, "Oh, I'm not Johnny Hustle. I'll never, I never will be Johnny Hustle." Listen, yeah, that's, that's not going to fly in Philadelphia. And and uh, John Middleton came out and he said, "You know what? That that's was why a part of the yeah. reason why we didn't bring him over." I so, mean, look, it's not again Philadelphia. We we hang our we're a blue collar, hard new city, right? We we absolutely. hang our hats on that. Yeah. The last thing you want is a guy that openly admits to not going as hard as he can every game, let alone on the biggest stage in baseball. Yeah. And he's out there getting paid three he's on a three hundred million dollar contract yeah. while the people in Philadelphia, you know, we're we're average, like I said, hard working people. Yeah. We don't want some dude who's getting paid three hundred million dollars to admit that even on the biggest stage in the game, he's not going to try his hardest. Especially when he spent the first whatever years of his career yeah, losing shit, with yeah, the Orioles. Team. You would think that he would bounce on the opportunity to compete. And that's, again, why I think Bryce Harper was the better fit because he's got that personality where he, he is a hustle guy. He, he is may not, Johnny Hustle. Bryce Harper may not be the best player in baseball. He's definitely no, among he's top the best. 10. But what he brings to a team, what he brings yeah. to a city – yeah. It's unbelievable. He, that guy just has a star aura about him. He's one of the faces of the league. I'd say him and Mike Trout are the faces of the league. And I still can't I, – I, I was watching the game yesterday, and I was like, I can't believe Bryce Harper is, is ours. I yeah. can't believe he's a it, it didn't truly sink in until his first at-bat. So, Watching him bow to the crowd oh, out that was in the outfield awesome. right and field, yeah. seeing his Philly fanatic cleats, I was still like, holy shit. And then once he batted, I was like, wow, like this, was, is, this is really happening. Awesome. And like you said, you know, his impact, even though he's not – like even when he's off, his impact is felt because you got to intentionally walk him and it gives up a grand slam. Absolutely. That's why I think the lineup that Gabe set up yesterday is the perfect lineup for this team. It's, that one through eight should stay that one through eight. I agree with that 100%. I just hope he doesn't – I hope he doesn't fiddle around with the lineup. Last year he did. It was a different lineup yeah. every night, but he didn't have superstars yeah. in but, the lineup. But I feel like even Gabe has changed a little bit because there was a point – Nah, I think about an inning before Nola came out where there was a man, I think on second or someone, and someone even tweeted like, oh, last year's Gabe would have uh, would have pinch hit for Nola here. Right. Which he didn't, so I'm glad that we're yeah. seeing some some improvements. I like Gabe. I, I think that he, he's a fine. I mean, last year, he had a bad team, and he... He had them in yeah, first place in for first the majority of the summer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what this guy does with a loaded lineup. This is literally this, an all-star team, yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Arguably. So it, if we fall on our face and fail miserably, yeah, I'll jump on the fire Gabe ship. Absolutely. But don't be on that ship until we see what he's going to do this year because, like I said, this is his first year with a loaded lineup. Let's see what he has to offer. I tell you what, dude. That you put it. You put it very well because there's going. There's going to be people that hate Gabe Kapler no matter what. Yeah, he's got. He's a bit of he. he He's he's a bit of an unorthodox manager in the way that he has a very close ear and with our fan base yes. listening to our criticisms, calling in the WIP to talk to them every yeah. week, and a lot of people don't like that. I personally don't mind it. I mean, I like it. I, I like listen, it. He's I, I open. Think, I think if he's going to uh, keep in touch with the fans, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, but don't listen, listen too much to the fans because some of them, like you said, are not the smartest. Exactly. Listen. And make your own judgments, yeah. but you can still listen. And I, I think he, I think he knows that. Yeah. But Kapler, like you said, he's very unorthodox. But with a stack team like this, it's really, really hard. It's going to be hard for him to screw it up. Yeah, right. For lack of a better phrase, I mean, I, th- I think that it's going to be really tough for him to screw this up. Yeah. Unless he gets weird with the, which he didn't yesterday. I'm surprised he didn't yeah, take yeah. Aaron Nola out after the third inning. Yeah, right. That's something we've done last year. But, yeah, I mean, this is his first year with a great lineup, and I think that this will be the year that he really just has to show. Here's the thing. The, the Braves, 
Listen, they won the division fair and square last year. And yeah. as much as I hate that fan base and as much as I hate that team, listen, they improved. A, they improved. I mean, they went out and they got Donaldson. They went out and got a couple other pieces. Yeah, they still and have Acuna. They're still a good team. They still have Acuna yeah. and Albies. They're still – Albies is hurt, I think. But they still have Acuna and all those people. Yeah, and we beat up on them. And we beat up on them yesterday. And listen, Julio Tehran's not a bad pitcher. No. He's really not – I don't think he's a great pitcher. I think he's overrated in Atlanta. But that's a different story. But he's a decent pitcher. Did you uh, did you see the Atlanta fans on Twitter after the game talking about uh, oh how we won the division last they won, year? Yeah, and that that win shouldn't even count because we got <laughs> yeah. we banged up their bullpen. Like, oh, just dude, shut up. Give me a break. You don't have Andrew McCutcheon leading off. You don't have Gene Segura. You don't have Bryce Harper. You know what? Get over it. And we're, that's we're the better team. That's the reason why I'm so confused. Why so many of these national sports outlets have us finishing, like, third in our division. or bu- Like, don't get me wrong, I know the Nationals have a great rotation, but is their lineup better than ours? I Listen, the thing about Washington that's tricky is they let their best player go. Granted, they did. Okay, that's good. The Phillies got him. At the same time, this Juan Soto kid... He's great. He could be their Bryce Harper. And and I don't... I, I'm not saying that, like, oh, he could be like Bryce Harper. No, he could be equivalent to Bryce Harper someday. Listen... He's got so much talent. Mm-hmm. And listen, they do have a chance to be good. I think they're going to be tough this year. You saw Scherzer, what he did yesterday, yeah. but he couldn't get a win. Yeah. They didn't score any runs. He had, what, I think he had 11 strikeouts. That that was an ultimate pitcher's duel. Yeah. Uh, New York, DeGrom against Scherzer. Oh, yeah. I mean, DeGrom, that, that, DeGrom's great. That was fun to watch, man. And, of course, the New York Mets went out and got Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz, the closer. Guess how they win? Basically, because From Robinson Cano leads off the game with a home run off Scherzer, and then Diaz comes in and closes it out. So, yeah. listen, Washington didn't score yesterday. If Harper was on the Nationals, would they have scored? Probably. But I still think that Washington could be a threat. Do you think we win the division? All right. Here's the thing. I think we should win the division. I have a Do feeling— you think we will? I think we will. I, I Right now, if I had to say who's going to win the National League East in a non— Nonpartisan way, I would say the I would say the Phillies yeah. just because they're loaded, dude. They're they're so loaded. I wish they had another starter. People are like, oh, I don't like Keuchel. Do you really trust anybody else besides yeah, Arietta? Besides Nola? Besides I don't even trust Pavetta hundred percent. Not yet. He's, I we have those feelings, but he has. Wouldn't you want to go yet. out there and get Keuchel just for assurance or yeah. insurance? No, I would want him. So I do want him. That's my only problem right now. We need a lefty. This, that's that's the only negative I see with this Phillies team. Yeah, the lineup stacked. I don't care how much you can hit if you don't have starting pitching, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, hundred and sixty two games, man. You need starting pitching. Yeah, I would I, I would say confidently I think we're going to win the division. Again. I think so too, but listen, do not rule Washington out. No. I'm meaning don't take them lightly. You can't take the Braves lightly even though we banged up on them. You can't take them lightly. They, they, no. they're, they're division champs and they improved. They're not a better lineup than us. Marcakis is still out there. Yeah. I don't know how he's still doing it. <laughs> but, I mean, they, they have a good team. They have Brian McCann's back. He's a good veteran leader. I think that was a great move by Atlanta to bring him back. Um, yeah. Brian McCann's a good clubhouse guy. He's been there, done that. He could still provide a lot for a team. Uh, and listen, I don't think the Mets are going to be bad this year either. I really no, don't think uh, – they're not as good as the Yeah, Washington. their lineup isn't great, but obviously when you have DeGrom and Syndergaard as your one-two punch. And Cano, people say, oh, the, the steroids. Listen, he's Me. not juicing right now. No. And he and he let off the game against Scherzer, one of the best pitchers in baseball, yeah, with a homer. And just don't sleep. All right, let me put it mildly. This the National League East, I think, is the best team in is the, the best, best division. Yeah. I you can talk about the AL East and the Yankees all you want. You could talk about the yeah the AL East basically. The, the reason why I th- I agree with you on the NL East being the best is because. We might not have the best teams, but every team in the division will be competing. I agree, except and, for Miami, obviously. Uh, except but for that, Miami. That goes without We saying. have the, probably the most teams competing for the division in our division. 100%. Because in the AL East, it's the Yankees and the Red Sox. That's it. And then, yeah, no one else is going to. The, the Rays aren't going anywhere. No one has a chance to win that division besides them. But in our division. Baltimore's going to lose 100 games yeah, again. Exactly. In our division, it's between us, the Mets, the Nationals, and the Braves. It's four teams competing for that division. As a baseball fan, I love it. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I think it's great for the game. It's going to be one hell of a pen race. It's funny, man. The NL East is turning into the AL East slowly but surely. Yeah, and that, and all we need is the goddamn DH here. Uh, we need, yeah. uh, we need that no, DH. 
I don't see why they don't. I think it's – I've always thought it was weird that the two leagues had different – Doesn't make rules sense. And it, they've been trying to figure out ways to make baseball fun, right? That adds offense, Tell you making what, it fun. Nobody was more interested in baseball than when it was the ultimate juicing era. I hate to say it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not for that. I'm not saying I'm for that. But what I'm saying is people love offense. People go to the ballpark, most people I'm saying, including the lay fan, to see home runs, to yeah. see offense. Now, as a baseball fan, do I love a pitcher's duel? Absolutely. I could sit there and be equally as entertained as watching a pitcher's duel as I am watching a, a well, yeah. monster offense. Because you're a real baseball fan. There's right. people that are just But there's casual. a lot of people, especially kids. Kids like offense because it's fun. Yeah. Bring the DH to the National League. You want to get more people involved? Yeah, I'll you tell have what, to do that. This Phillies team, bring your kids to the Phillies game this year. And they're going to be entertained. Look at all yeah. these power hitters that we have in the lineup. We're going to be hitting some dingers this We're going year. to be hitting some dingers this year, man. Yeah. We already have how many? We have McCutcheon. Three. That was three in one game. Yeah, three in one McCutcheon, game already. McCutcheon, Hoskins, Franco hit dingers. I'm telling you what, JT Romuda is going to hit, hit his fair Again, share. people, keep in mind, Bryce Harper, in a game where we won 10-4, to four, Bryce Harper didn't even have a hit. No, not one hit. And we won 10-4 to four in that game. The only thing he did was set up Get a Get intentional slam. walk, yeah. Which... Isn't that, like, just a great sign to you? It's Again, amazing. people will look at it as a bad sign. Oh, Harper didn't have a hit. But I look at it as, holy shit, Bryce Harper didn't have a hit, and we scored 10 runs. And we scored 10 runs. Exactly. When Bryce Harper is going to hit, because he's not going to not hit. Exactly. When he is hitting, who knows how many runs we're going to score. If this whole lineup is clicking the way it was When Real Mudo gets going. When, when all these yeah, guys right. get going. I tell you what, lost in, everything, lost in the Franco-Hoskins-McCutcheon uh, show yesterday was... Cesar Hernandez, he, yeah, he had he a big did. RBI single yeah. yesterday. Yeah, he did. I tell you what, Cesar Hernandez, he's going to be again a seven hole hitter who's a good hitter. He's going to be a he's going to play a big role in this team. Yeah, and I'm happy to see that. And listen, we don't even we didn't even have guys like Nick Williams who you can come uh, hit off the off the bench. Scott Kingery. Scott Kingery. So this team is deep. Yeah, we're deep. I mean, they they have to they have to do something with uh, either Altair or Williams. Because there's just too many outfielders right yeah, now. Yeah, keep get uh, all Terry. And go. keep in mind, Roman Quinn's still injured. Yeah, look, I like look him. at the potential. This this team is deep. Yeah, except for in starting pitching. Yeah, and that's the again the biggest question. But the, the reason why I think that we'll win the division is just because, like I just said, like when this whole lineup is clicking. Max Scherzer, a great pitcher. You know, he's in our division. Jake, Jacob Degrom. Uh, Noah Syndergaard, this this lineup could hit with those guys because Absolutely. it's such a loaded lineup. It's so deep, and when we're all clicking, you know, there's no pitching around this lineup at all. You're gonna have to face this lineup and just see how it goes. It sort of reminds me of the good old days when Ryan Howard, Chase Utley, and Jimmy Rollins were in their prime. When yeah. one of, one of them had a bad night, a couple of them would pick them up. Yeah, and make up for. Ryan Howard's 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. Exactly. And then the next night, Ryan Howard could go up and hit three home runs. Exactly. Which is so, just like opening day. Bryce Harper, you know, he's not on his game all the way, 0 for 3. Uh, Mikel Franco and McCutcheon going to pick it up with home runs, and then Reese Alex is going to hit a grand slam. Absolutely. And keep in mind, the July 31st trade deadline, if we're in it, which we obviously Madison will be. Baumgartner. There's so many names I heard. Do you want to bring back Hamels, even though he's struggled? but Baumgartner. I would love to have Madison Bumgarner. I, I I would love to have him. Right now, yeah, like I I would really like Keuchel right now. This lineup could get better. That's scary to think about. Yeah. They could go out and get you, a bat. You can never make enough moves. They could trade Altair and the, they could package Aaron Altair and Nick Williams for for somebody for a bat. Yeah. Maybe by that time, Roman Quinn's healthy. Who knows what can happen, man? I mean, this this team has the potential to be even better than what it is now. Yeah, definitely. And we've only played one game, so everybody has to relax. It was very exciting. We should be happy. We should be excited. And it's only been one game. Think about when like, – I, I can't stop talking about it. When Harper's on, when he's locked in, and he's hitting dingers. It's going to be something else. Dude, I can't wait to get down to the All I know park. is baseball in Philadelphia made its return yesterday. It's back, dude. It's it, back. It was, it was back for a good amount of people last year, but le- yesterday – it, it cemented itself as back in the city. We were in, a in big, first place big way. for the majority of the summer without yeah. most of these guys. Yeah. I mean, yesterday, that was the crowd that Reese Hoskins was talking about last year. That Remember, he made that comment about how he just wants to play in front yep. of a packed C- CBP and just yep. hear the, that. That exact crowd was what he got yesterday, and he hit a 
grand slam. And you saw the video how how just he he hit the home run, walked off, pointed at the bull. He just yep. looked so happy. It was awesome, man. Oh, it's great. And if he keeps that up, guess what? Every single night at that ballpark is going to be a sellout. But with the impact of Bryce Harper, uh, I li- I literally think that Reese Hoskins and J T. Romuto could be candidates for NL MVP. I know, and dude. I think John Cruck said it yesterday when uh, Andrew McCutcheon hit the home run. He said, you know what? That is a National League MVP Pittsburgh Pirate Andrew McCutcheon swing right there. Yeah, it was. It Listen, was. Big time homer. He nailed that ball. Who knows, man? If He looks like he's in great shape right. as he always is. Who knows, man? He, yeah, he looked great yesterday. So how many MVP candidates do you have in one lineup, dude? A lot. Not every team could say that. And it's no. it's. Fucking awesome that we finally have a baseball team right. that can easily win ninety plus games. Yeah, easily. I think they should. And it's they their will. division to lose. Put it that way. I I totally agree. They have the deepest lineup in the National League. Yeah, they they should with a lineup like that they could win the pennant. I don't see why we should not. I'm all in. I think I'm we all should in get right it. now, dude. It's, it's it's just a great on paper feeling. that lineup, dude. I think it's I think it's the deepest in the National League. Yeah, it's I just, up there. I woke up yesterday just feeling so good because yeah. weather was great. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, the Phillies are coming back today, dude!" It's it's my favorite. And then time they just the made year. it even better by crushing the Braves. And then you know the, you got the Sixers winning later that night. The yep. Eagles making a big trade. We're going to talk about those two things later on. Yep. After we're done talking about the Phillies, but yesterday was just a great day. Honestly, yesterday I was, was an I was awesome smile on the whole day. Me too, man. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure like a million people in the city can say this, but when Reese Hoskins came up to bat after they walked Harper yesterday, I was like, "Yo, watch Reese hit a hit a grand slam right now." Sure enough, uh, I said to my brother, "This is my exact quote." I said to my brother, "I went, yo, if Reese Hoskins is a grand slam right now, I'm gonna cry tears of joy." <laughs> Did you cry? Uh, I, I'm a man of my word, so I let out a couple <laughs> tears of joy. But I I said that, and as soon as he, as soon as that ball hit the bat, I I got up and I just I knew it was gone. Dude, I tell you what. You could, Tell just as soon as he hit that ball. Same with Mikel Franco's home run. As soon as he made uh, contact, he like, that's that fucking thing. gone. Mikel Franco crushed that. I thought yeah. that thing was going upper tank, man. Yeah, but Hoskins is. I was that was great moment. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Phillies are back, baby. It's big. So uh, this is a little bit non Phillies related, but uh, we haven't again. We've missed a lot since we've been gone. A lot. What uh, What is your opinion on on Mike Trout and the going back? Well, here's the thing. I think um, his contract extension should put to rest any. And I mean any thoughts or hopes of the possibility of him ever wearing a Phillies uniform. Yeah, it's done. Listen, me and you are reasonable people. We say, oh, yeah, it's done. It is. They locked him up. However, you, I still hear people on the radio, people I work with, saying, listen, the only reason why the Angels did that was because they want to get a, uh, a nice uh, prospect package. No, they can no. get a nice prospect package right now they, for they, Mike Trout. They alone. did that because they want to lock up the best player in baseball and not let him walk in his prime. Exactly. And I, I, me and you, like you said, we're reasonable people. So I hope that you agree with me in saying I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad. How could you people, blame the right, guy? People are mad at the guy. Look, 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 look. Everyone in sports, what do we? What do they preach? They preach loyalty. Oh, no one's loyal anymore. They're all I, again. I get that he did get the biggest pay paycheck in any sport, but. Uh, he was being. He was also being loyal. He stayed where place he's been his whole career. He doesn't owe Philadelphia anything. He doesn't owe. He us doesn't anything. owe us anything. I, I'll tell you one thing. He's an him, Eagles fan, but that doesn't make him. Him signing a contract extension has nothing to do with whether he loves the city of right, Philadelphia or not. Right. Exactly. We know he loves the city of Philadelphia. We'll still see him in the end zone every single day for the next thirty years, getting a football from Eagles. I just players. hope they don't give him footballs anymore. That's the one thing. Listen, uh, they, that was clear that they were just trying to get. Him. They were trying but to get him here. Give him, give him the little kids now. Uh, the, Go back to giving them the kids. But the point is, he's still going to be at the Eagles games. Don't boo him. Yeah, I mean, don't boo the guy. Listen, he's comfortable in Anaheim. He never said he wanted to come here and play for the Phillies. Right. He, he's comfortable out there. We just all assumed. Why would he want to leave? Beautiful California weather. Yeah, an organization that that basic that dra- that did draft him four hundred and thirty million dollars that that gave him a lot of money. He's comfortable out there, right? Uh, just, just because he has season tickets to the Eagles doesn't mean he's going to play right. for the And Phillies. like you said, he never even said he wanted to come here or anything. Like I asked Tom McCarthy on one of our, I think our ver- actually our last podcast when he was on. Yeah, I, I said to him, you know, a lot of people in this city just assume that it's going to happen. Like, how many people that do we know? 
not even that we know, just how, how many people have you heard that said, oh, you know, Bryce Harper's holding out the song, skip on him, and let's just wait for Trout. Can you imagine Could you imagine if they that did dog? that? Yeah. Could you imagine if we would have done that? Imagine they were like, all right, fuck it. Bryce Harper wants to take this long, we're out on negotiations, we'll wait for Trout. We'll see Trout. And then Trout, $430 million bomb dropped on us. We don't have Harper, we don't have Machado, we don't have Trout. Nothing. Imagine. People in the city legitimately happened. said they wanted that to happen. Thankfully, Philly's organization isn't so dumb no. like those people, but I can't imagine thinking that. Yeah. Like, it would have been great if, you know, it was all excited when, uh, Bryce Harper first came here and he was recruiting Trout. We were like, oh my God, that would be great. It would have been the greatest outfield duo of all time. He even said, Harper even said in his introductory uh, press conference down in Clearwater with the Phillies, he even mentioned Mike Trout. Yeah, he did. And he that was, was exciting. He was trying to recruit Mike Trout. Listen, and there's do no blame, doubt. Yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him Mike, either. But I'm not going to lie. It's, I, I was, listen, I, I think I we sad. all were kind of excited at the possibility of that of Harper duo. and Trout being was, in the same outfield. Right. But it's never going to happen. Yeah, it's done now. There is a chance it could happen, but Anaheim did what any team would do. They saw a lot of a lot of talk about their best player going to a certain team. They heard a certain team's best player recruiting him to come there, and they said, all right, dude, we have to make a move and give him a boatload of money now because yeah. – what are they going to let the best again? Are they going to let the best player in the league right now and possibly one of the best players of all time walk in his prime? Of course you not. You can't do that. You can't, can't do, do that. It was a smart move by the Angels. A smart move by Trout to stay there. Uh, will they compete? They they'll probably compete in a few years. I mean, Listen, you know, not right. They're not going to compete this year, probably. Wh- whether but, they'll compete or not is who knows. But you know what's something I've I've been very happy to see. Uh, Leading up to the season starting and right after, uh, you saw the commercial, the the MLB commercial where all of the guys were at the press conference. Yeah. Like that was great. There was just a there's a new commercial out right now of uh, Andrew Luck and Mike Trout and they're in a club having a dance off. That's awesome. I'm finally happy to see the MLB marketing their best player. It's about time, dude. Right. It's about time. They never. They're the worst league. In America, when it comes to marketing their players, I agree with that. That, that uh, press conference that I was, or the commercial, of the press conference I was just talking about, it features a lot of players like Stanton, Judge, uh, Acuna, Hoskins, yeah. Trout, all the all the all great players. Trout was obviously the the focus of it, of course, because he's the best player in the league. And then you know they finally get him in a commercial. You know he's with Andrew Luck doing a dance off, whatever the hell they were doing, but. It's just great that they're finally doing shit like that. Because I feel like, when was the last time you saw an MLB commercial that you were like, oh, wow, that was great? Never. Like, the, the NFL commercial that came out during the Super Bowl, the one, uh, the 100 year. That was awesome. That was great, right? That, I cried. And there's, there's, <laughs> and there's plenty of other commercials for the MLB, I mean, the NFL, and even the NBA, where you see the commercials. NBA's like, okay, got a lot. The NBA is great at marketing their players. They That's really why LeBron are. James is probably the most well-known athlete in American plus Steph Curry is the most popular. NBA does among, a good job. Yeah, that's why that uh, Steph Curry is the most popular among cho- like kids. Yeah, because they're great at marketing their players, and you know they have good commercials. The NFL's good commercials, but I feel like the MLB, they don't have shit. They don't have any. That was the first commercial from the MLB that I saw. I was like, wow, like that was actually like really entertaining commercial. That's a good point. And that scumbag, and I'm not afraid to call him a scumbag, <laughs> Colin Coward or oh, fuck Colin Coward. Listen, he 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 said something like. Oh, Mike Trout is a millionaire and and nobody cares or something like that. He called him like an irrelevant uh, figure. Because, oh yeah. And I saw somebody on Twitter quote uh, his tweet and say, "Why? Because he's not banging a bunch of hookers and doing coke all the time." Mike, exactly. Mike Trout is a. He doesn't have to go out and make an ass of himself for the MLB to market him, and that's not how it should be. I'm I'm liking what they're doing now because they're doing it, and you know he's a he's a quiet, reserved guy. You don't hear much about him. I respect that. Exactly. It's like people like Colin Coward who say, "Oh, well, he doesn't." He's not like your typical superstar. Well, good. I mean, he's yeah, I mean, he to me, Mike Trout is a true example to little kids yeah. who want to be baseball players. Yeah. I mean, he's a good guy. He all keeps around. his head down. He stays out of the media. And he's Nothing the negative. best player that we've ever that we've seen in in, in our decades, lifetimes. In exactly. In our lifetimes, we've never seen anyone close to him. And he's, he's arguably hasn't even reached his prime, dude. No, he's just entering it. Like I said, that's why it was so important for LA to lock him up and not let him jump ship and come to Philadelphia. Yeah. If you're, yeah, I mean, if you're LA, you have no choice but to do that. Like I said, you hear Bryce Harper openly recruiting this man, even saying his name, you have to do something quick. I think, put it this way, I think if he would have gone anywhere, it would have been here. Yeah. Oh, I but, agree. But listen, it's not going to happen. 
It doesn't matter. The Phillies are stacked. The right. Phillies have Bryce Harper. We're fine without him. The Phillies have, have a nice. guy in right field for the next 12, what is it, 13, 13 years? 13 years. For the next 13 years, exactly. God willing. Exactly. It would have been nice for Trout, but we don't need, we're fine. We're fine. We're, everything, everything's okay. Everything, let, let's wish Mike Trout the best in L.A. Well, seriously, I, I hope he has a healthy career. Yeah, I don't have no, I have no remorse. Uh, and guess what? Him. I'll see him in Cooperstown because I'm going to go to when he's inducted. I'm yeah. going to go. And I'm going to be happy him. for him. I don't blame you. All right, uh, so let me get uh, – we've talked about who we think the Phillies, you know, their chances at the NL pennant, the chances at the NL East. Who do you think comes out of the AL this year? The American League is kind of tricky but kind of not tricky. I don't think Boston repeats. I really don't. I just don't think that the odds are in their favor of doing that. Um, a team hasn't done, I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it hasn't happened in a while. I actually think that the Yankees are going to end up winning the American League East really? this year. Okay. I just don't – I don't know, man. I, I, something tells me that Boston's not going to have enough. They're not going to have enough wins at the end of the day. Chris Sale didn't look too hot. Chris Sale looked like a shell of himself. Again, opening day – Yeah, one game. Means, I take it with a grain of salt. It, it means nothing. I, I hate to say it means nothing, but mm-hmm. it means something, obviously, because a win's a win, a loss is a loss. It all matters in September and October. But yeah, it's, it's important to get momentum rolling early. But if I'm Boston, I'm not – Absolutely going nuts that Chris Sale looked like uh, it looked like he was throwing batting practice yeah. yesterday because they were teeing off on him. Oh yeah, but listen, I, that's not the reason why I think uh, the Red Sox are going to end up losing out. I just think the Yankees lineup is so stacked. Yeah. The Yankees, <laughs> speaking of you know opening day, their fans were going wild like they didn't beat up on the fucking Orioles. Like, oh yeah, the Orioles suck. The Orioles are garbage. The Orioles stink out loud. They're they're a borderline. I I would consider them a, a they're fucking a double they're a double A team at this point. I yeah. mean they have Chris Davis who. Uh, who have one good year. Yeah, they're nah, their lineup is f- atrocious, they're, they're dude. I, I saw a picture. Someone was like, Owen, Owen 162 is a real possibility. I wouldn't even be surprised. <laughs> but yeah, I, out of the AL East, I'm going to go with uh, with New York. What do you think about Houston? I think, look at Houston. Do you Houston. think they could win the, the American League? George Springer just hit another home run on opening day yesterday. Uh, listen, Altuve's I, healthy. Altuve also hit a home run yesterday. Yeah, he looks good. He looks good already. Love him because he, uh, he, he, he represents the small people. The like small me, people. Like me and you. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but, hey, uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think – I really do think that um, that Houston's going to be in the mix. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I I hate the Yankees with a burning, burning passion. But yeah. for some reason, I feel like that, that they're going to they're gonna do something. Could you imagine a, a repeat of 2009 World Series, Phillies versus Yanks? I think the Phillies have a chance. I think that, I don't, although yeah. I think that, that series would go seven, and that would be awesome. That so out of, out of the one East. One hell of a World Series. Out of the East, I'm taking New York. Out of the Central, I mean, the Central doesn't have anybody except for uh, Minnesota could surprise some people. The White Sox aren't there yet. The Royals, uh, I don't know. Tigers, forget it. So <laughs> I think... I think Cleveland wins that division. Yeah, hundred percent. Out west, Seattle's three and zero because they played um, a couple games in Japan to start the season, which I I, I don't understand that whole. Yeah, I, I don't get it. To me, I I don't like it, but whatever. Uh, Houston, Oakland's not going to be shit. Even you know what? I shouldn't say that because they have some pop in that lineup with Chris Davis and Marcus Simeon, and they have a guy named Olson who hits homers every night. Angels aren't going to be shit. The Rangers are going to be terrible. So I think Seattle, Houston, Oakland, I think they're all going to battle it out for that division. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think it's either going to be the Yankees or – I don't know, man. Yankees or Astros? Yankees or Astros or Boston. you got to keep Boston in the mix. So it's basically – yeah, I would say it's probably a three-team race over there. Absolutely. New York, Boston, and Houston. God, I tell you what, that American League East is bad. <laughs> if, you, if you take out Boston and New York – Orioles are going to be terrible. The Rays are going to be awful. I, I think Toronto is going to be terrible. I'm excited to watch Vlad Guerrero Jr. though. Oh yeah, that's. I think, gonna, I think he's going to be good. Listen, I think he's going to be good. I'm just excited to see. And him. Good, good for Can- you know what? I'm one of those guys that thinks that they should have never got rid of the Expos. I, I thought the Expos were a historic organization, and there's talk about bringing them back. I think that they should, but that's a story for a different day. Speaking yeah. of Guerrero, but Who, so uh, what pretty- about the National League though, dude? I mean, if we obviously we want we want the Phillies to win the pennant, but we got to look at the Cubs. Yeah, they have a hell of a lineup. Look at the uh, National League West. Colorado is great. Yeah, the Dodgers. You saw what the Dodgers did? When they have eight home runs. Jesus. Yeah. Who, who do they play again? Who the hell did they play yesterday? Whoever the fuck they play, they lit them up. Oh my god, dude! That that was like almost hard to watch. I mean, because 
I mean, they were absolutely dominant yesterday. But I'll tell you what, the Dodgers are going to be dangerous this year. Yeah. But we say that every year, and they can never quite get the whole thing done. They no. beat up on the Diamondbacks, by the way, yesterday, 12-5. Oh, okay. to 5. How are the Diamondbacks looking this year? They have a they have a decent squad, but that's that's LA's division. Yeah, that's LA's division. Yeah, I mean the reason, like I said, I think that the Phillies take that L this year is just because our best player had no hits in a ten run victory. Yeah, and it's one game, but it it, it looks promising. Oh, it looks absolutely. That's promising. why I I think it'll be us or there's a couple other teams in the mix, like you said, the Rockies, the Dodgers, the Listen, Cubs. I think the pennant is the Phillies to lose as well, man. Yeah. We'll see what happens. With a lineup like this, that's how it should be. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so who would you make your predictions for MVP in each HL league? Uh, National League MVP, I'm honestly, uh, it's biased. I'm very biased. <laughs> I'm extremely biased. I got to go Bryce Harper. I honestly think Bryce Harper could d- do it. I think it's going to be a battle, however, between Harper and Hoskins. I was going to say, I think Harper could win it, or someone could win it as a result of Harper. Exactly. Like JT Romuto or Hoskins. Dude, I, I think Romuto's yeah. got a chance, too. Yeah. Can you imagine if Andrew McCutcheon gets thrown into that mix this year? Say he's like, no, I'm not done yet. Right, like, he a goes lot of back people, to uh, Pittsburgh. Like, prime. when that signing was made, a lot of people said, okay, you know, he's not great anymore, but he's a good veteran guy. People don't understand that. If he. Like 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 we all we were, we've been singing the praises of Harper, Hoskins, Segura, and uh, J T. Romuto as great players, and then you know Andrew McCutcheon was the veteran for the locker room. Imagine if he's producing on the level with those guys. Tell you what, he sure looks like he's going to. That's four great. That's four superstars, and, and then what if a Odubo, bottom half of the lineup what, is great. What if Odubo Herrera just doesn't have a cold streak? Yeah, I mean, if Odubo Herrera doesn't have a cold streak, he's one of the best players. Yeah, he's one of the best oh, hitters. God, in the league. dude, there's so much potential with this team. I mean, if Odubel Herrera can cannot crash as hard as he did last year for that stretch, yeah, he would have he would have he would have hit like 300 last year. That was he, so bad. Exactly, he had a bad stretch, but he would have hit 300 if he what just, was he in like 360 yeah, something he, at one point. He was he was <laughs> on. So if he can even just get a fraction of that, he'll be in that conversation with them guys too. Like that's. It's just a scary lineup, but who do you? So you think Har- Harper? I I'll think take, Harper. I'll, I'll take, take Harper, Harper too. I think out in the AL. I think we're both probably going to agree. I'd probably say Mike Trout. If we had to pick somebody else other than Trout, if you had to pick someone besides Trout, I'd say I think John Carlos Stanton's going to have an MVP year as he usually does. He could. I mean, if we think the Yankees are going to, I'm going to. I might say Jose Altuve. Altuve is always a good choice for MVP. Yeah. I mean, they're great. They're they're the cliche choices, but that's because they're the best players. Even Judge, I don't know because it all depends on how he. I mean, last year he had a little bit. He was all right. Yeah. The year before that was amazing. Yeah. So I don't know. If man. he can get back, if he can tap into his rookie rookie year energy again, or if Dude, I think it was his rookie year. Look at all those amazing players they have over there in that league. Oh yeah, that's a star-studded Trout, league. Ash, uh, Trout Astros. <laughs> Trout fucking Altuve. Man, they're, they're loaded with good players. Mookie Betts, Mookie who's another Betts. one that you can make a prediction for a repeat, repeat of the MVP over there. Even the guy Martinez that, that, won, that won it last year. Yeah. J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez. Coming over from a horrible Tigers organization to finally go somewhere with, the, with Boston. I have a feeling this is just going to be, not outside of the Phillies, this is just going to be a good year of baseball. Oh, yeah. I, I think so, too. I think baseball nationally is going to make a comeback this year. How about the Home Run Derby rule change? How I the, mean, well, what is it? The winner is guaranteed a million dollars. Oh, yeah. Well, I think now that's insane. Now you have people wanting to get in and wanting to compete. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I don't mind it. Not what, that these whatever. guys need more money, but right. the money's there. If, if you're going to get away for them to compete harder, fuck it. And so, I don't care. What, it's not coming out of my pockets. It's going to make me want to watch it more. You're going to see a lot more players that wouldn't have in the past. Take that, it. Take it. So yeah. I think Reese Hoskins could win it. Dude. I mean, he was in it last year, and he looked good. I'd like to see Hoskins back in there. I'd also... I wouldn't mind seeing... No, Harper Harper could be in in there there. again. He was... What did he... He won it last year, right? Did he? I I think he won it last year. Oh, yeah. I think... Yeah, I think he did. I think... I think... Did you ever see his dad who throws... His dad's fucking huge. Dude, his dad's more jacked than him. How? His dad's huge. His dad's humongous. And he looks younger than Wait, look it up. Look up if Bryce Harper won last year. Who the hell won last year? It was between him and someone on the Cubs... Why can I not think of the player's name? What the hell? Uh, 20, Who? 2018 Home Run Derby. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think he won it. It was either him or this guy on the Cubs whose name I cannot remember right now. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. 
Bear with us for a oh, second. Oh, it was I, in. Oh yeah, that's right. It was, it in, was in DC. DC so it was so like it, yeah. It was Harper's hometown. Let me see the results. Oh, Kyle Schwarber. He, Harper, he won. Harper beat uh, Kyle Schwarber. That's okay. I I knew it was one of them two. I couldn't think of his name, but I knew Harper won. So yeah, he's he'll probably be in there again. You know, he should be in there again. But you know, like I said, I just feel like on a national level, baseball is going to have a great year. Not just like in competition. I feel like people are going to start gravitating back to baseball because of the competition. I agree. And like I said, it looks like they're finally marketing like with good commercials and shit. And that's very important. That might seem like something very minuscule. No, it's very important. But it's very, very – it's how you get kids involved. Yeah. And, you know, kids – like again, they look to the the NBA. I'm going to use that as an example because it's probably probably the uh, most popular league among kids. Sure. They look there and they see Steph Curry – Yep. All over the place. See LeBron, it's easy for them to get attached to those players. Like, I have a brother who's 10 years old that he loves Steph Curry. Yeah, he's obsessed with it. And so now, like, you know, maybe because they turn on the TV and they see these guys. Yep. Now maybe you turn on the TV, you see a commercial of Mike you Trout. You see Trout all you over. You see Mike Trout doing whatever he's doing in these commercials, and then you turn on a game and you see him hitting home runs or whatever the fuck he's doing. Amazing. Yeah. Kids are going to be interested in him. Exactly. Mike Trout should be, as, should be as popular right now as Jeter was when he was playing. Yeah. The only thing is, Jeter. The only reason why Jeter was so popular, besides playing for the Yankees and everything else, is because he was dating all these supermodels and all these actresses. And Trout's not about that. Trout's like already yeah. settled down. He's not a player. But guess what? I guarantee you that if he was, he'd be he'd be more famous. But that goes back to how horrible MLB is at marketing their players. Yeah. Can but you imagine you if they were a good good marketing team, with, even with a. Uh, or a good marketing league with Derek Jeter. Yeah, Derek Jeter would have been he the biggest been athlete. He would have been even bigger than any than he was. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have to be about who he's dating for him to make the news. Yeah, it wouldn't have to be about that. Think about that, man. It, now he's destroying the Marlins. So thank you. Yeah, dude, I don't know what the hell he's doing, but knock yourself out. I buddy. think this is going to be a huge, huge year in baseball. I'm excited, Vince. I'm very, very excited. It's hard not especially, to be. Especially because it's going to be such a great year, and the Phillies are at the forefront Dude, of it. Dude, baseball's back in Philadelphia. Baseball's it's back the in the— best baseball town right. in the world. Hey, f- I, why not? I can't wait for those rally towels to be waved like, in October. Vince, we're— We're going to be waving— We're going to be in October. We're going to be at a playoff game at Citizens Bank Park. Rally towels Bruce in Bruce Springsteen's going to sing the national anthem. It's going to be a, a, an unbelievable, unbelievable. Like, it's just—it's hard not to be excited, October. especially after yesterday. And when you just think about the fact, like I said, baseball—it's going to be a big. I have a feeling it's going to be a big year for them, and our team's at the forefront of that. I'm big ready year. to go. I'm upset that they're a fucking. Right, I wanted. Today. To, I wanted to see a game today. I can't wait till tomorrow. I still got MLB Network on though, so there's yeah. a couple games on tonight. But yeah, let's go, Phils. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm happy that the underdog sports show is back. Uh, I feel great. Just in time for great. baseball season, right. we're rejuvenated, we're refreshed, we're taking this thing to the next level. Yep, I feel great. So, you want to talk some Sixers? Let's talk some Sixers. Right. And by me, I mean you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's talk some Sixers. So, the Sixers last night, they added on to, like I said, a great day, uh, following up the Phillies with, excuse me, a 123 to 110 win over the Nets in a very... What very possibly could be a f- prediction or a f- preview, I mean, of the first round of the playoffs. Joel Embiid was amazing. 39 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, shooting 60%, 75% from 3. Ben well, Sim- speaking of marketing, is yeah. he marketed he, as well? Yeah, I, I feel like he's starting to get there. You know, he's been All in right. them Hulu ads. They're funny. Because he has and stuff. He markets himself perfectly. He like does. Mike Trout, again, he, he needs the, the league a little bit better because he's a quiet guy, but Joel Embiid markets himself great. Uh, ben Simmons, 16 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists, 50% shooting. And then you look, let me just go over their av- these averages for the year so far. Joel Embiid this year is averaging 27.5 points, which is 4th in the NBA. 13.7 rebounds, which is 2nd in the NBA. 3.5 assists, and he's shooting 49%. Ben Simmons is averaging 17 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists. 8 assists is 5th in the league. 57% shooting from Ben Simmons. 57%, which is great. Then Jimmy Butler, 17 points, 5 rebounds, 3.5 assists, 47% shooting. Tobias Harris, 20 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 50% shooting. And J.J. Redick, 18 points, uh, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 43% shooting, and 40% from 3. We're the only lineup in the NBA where we all, all of our players average more than 15 points. Jesus. So, I mean, I have really high hopes for this this playoffs. Uh I hope that they don't let me down as they did last year, but we're we're loaded this year. Much like the Phillies, we have a loaded lineup. I mean, we have a lineup that is a starting five of 
all-star caliber players. So what do you think is going to happen? I think at that, the end of the day, at the end of the day, I I believe that we're going to win the Eastern Conference. I think that Milwaukee, as good as they are right now, they're the the way that they run their team, the the way that they're I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I just think that they're going to get exposed in the playoffs. Uh, they're not. They don't have enough stars. Like Giannis is great, but then they they're not going to be able to run with Joel, Ben, Jimmy, and Tobias. Not to mention JJ. Like we're deep in how many stars we have. Our bench, obviously, big question. But I think Milwaukee will get but exposed. That's the thing with the NBA. You need you need a good it, bench, a deep in, bench. In the in the playoffs, though, it condenses. You play less players in the playoffs, so being deep is nice. True, but it's not as important. It's it's star power, and we have more star power than Milwaukee. When you look at uh, Boston, they're. Uh, again, they usually have our number, but they're a train wreck this year. Yeah, they're a disaster. I, I think they're I getting it. bounced in the first round. Yeah, I love it too. They fucking suck. So I think they're getting bounced first round. We, we won't even see them. They're the worst fan base too. As oh, far they're as toxic. Shit. Did you hear uh, a player, uh, a fan that called DeMarcus Cousins the N-word with, you know, the hard R and all. Really? Called him the N-word. He, got, he only is suspended from the stadium for two years. Are you serious? Two seasons. Yeah, he's allowed back after that. They should have suspended him forever. He should have. He should have got revoked for life. That's why people have this stereotype about Boston that they're all racist because they let shit like that happen. Yeah, hey, listen, but it doesn't help their cause. No, not at all. They'll get bounced first round, and then you look at Toronto, who I think is our biggest threat in the Eastern Conference. I think at our best, we are still better than them. They have Kawhi Leonard, who is amazing. Kyle Lowry's good. Uh, Marcus should have been good. six or Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I wish could have happened. But I think that just we're just better than them. Uh, Kawhi Leonard very well may be the best player in the Eastern Conference, but if he's not, I think Joel Embiid is either one or two. But then on top of that, we have great players. Like I said, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons. So then I think I think it'll come down to – I think we'll be in the finals this year. I really, really? think we're going to be in the final. I think we're going to win the Eastern Conference. Do I think we're going to win the finals? No, because I think the Golden State uh, – as you know, they're playing all right right now, but I think they're going to get their shit together. Like they always do. You think the Sixers could go all the way to I the finals? To the, I think we will go to the finals, yes. And then... Wouldn't that be amazing? A bold, a bold prediction for me is if we go to the finals and we play Golden State, who I think also uh, Houston can make a run at it because they are playing great right now. Great defense. Harden's obviously amazing. I think the Nuggets, I don't, I don't like them for the finals. But if we play Golden State, I think that as great as Toronto is and as great as Milwaukee is, I think we are the only team that will give them a legit shot because, again, our lineup is so loaded, it's going to be – we'll be able to run with them. You know, you have Steph Curry, but Ben Simmons can guard him or, or J.J. will probably guard him, but then J.J.'s not great on offense. That'll be our weakest matchup. But then you have uh, KD's guarded by Ben. I like that matchup for Ben. Jimmy will probably also guard Katie a little bit, but also guard Clay Thompson. Even I think. if they lose, wouldn't it be? Yeah, it'd be great, just great if they were there. It would be great experience for yeah. these young guys too oh, yeah. to to get to get a finals appearance yeah. to play against these superstars. Yeah, uh, Joel's proven that he has Demarcus Cousins' number, and then if they don't put in Cousins, they have Andrew Bogut, who Joel will eat alive. Yeah, uh, Tobias Harris guarded by Draymond Green most likely. He's way too athletic for Draymond Green. Draymond Green, great defender, but I I think Tobias would thrive in that matchup. We match up better against the Warriors than any other team in the league to me. What if they fuck around and, and just beat them? If they if they actually won the fu- which again, obviously I'm not ruling that out because again, we can run with them. We could win the finals. I'm A lot not, of people think, think the Eagles could beat the right. Patriots. I'm not gonna say that's my official prediction because I think we'll go I really have high hopes we'll win the Eastern Conference. Again, they could prove me wrong and throw it all away, but I think we're gonna win it. We could go to the finals, and I think we'll give Golden State a run at their run for their money. And if we win, we win. If we lose, great experience. We have a bright future ahead of us. Imagine a Sixers championship setting up at Phillies. That oh my god, I don't know how. How many parades can we take? I don't know how I would handle myself if that happened. Like uh, President uh, Trump says, you're going to get tired of winning. I'm never (laughs) going to get tired of winning in Philadelphia sports. One thing about the Sixers right now and their bench specifically that I would like to see is T.J. McConnell. He his minutes need to be taken by Shake Milton. Shake Milton has been – he dominated in the G League. He got called up a couple of games ago, and he's been doing good. He – I don't see why – Why throw him out there? I don't see why TJ is getting more minutes than him. Again, TJ McConnell is like the heart and soul that people just love him for some reason. He's a fan favorite. I, I, he's a fan favorite, and they won't bench him for that. But 
he's not a good defender. He's just not a good defender. He doesn't add much on offense. Like, he got significant minutes in that last game, or the, either the last game or the game before, I can't remember. He didn't even make... He didn't even, I don't even took, think he took a shot. Like, you can't have someone... And him and Ben Simmons on the court together is just abysmal. It, it can't be. I think Shake Milton deserves TJ's mitten, minutes. Excuse me. Mitten. <laughs> but that, that's the way it should be. But uh, that's all I really have to say about the Sixers. I made my bold prediction. What I want to talk about now is... I want to talk a little Eagles. Uh-oh. Eagles made a big move yesterday. Uh, we traded the conditional 2020 sixth round pick. Did they get to Antonio Sh- Chicago- Brown? No. Oh, Sadly, no. But, what hey, about we- Le'Veon? <laughs> no, he's at the Jets. Oh, man. But we traded the conditional 2020 sixth round pick to the Chicago Bears for Jordan Howard, who is, in case you, you know, you're not a big football guy, so let me just let not you into who Jordan Howard is. All right. Jordan Howard, his, ru- his rookie year, which was 2016, he led the NFL in rushing yards. Uh, 2017, he had a good year, another 1,000-yard season. Uh, then last year, he fell off a little bit, but that's because they had another running back on the rise, so he was sharing a lot of carries. He was actually the number two back because they have a back named Tariq Cohen who's very good. But since 2016, Jordan Howard is third in the NFL in rushing yards wow. overall, third. So he's going to be a great addition to this offense. Uh, we'll now be running uh, him, uh, what's his name, Josh Adams, and then either Smallwood or Corey Clement, or if they keep both of them, I'm pretty sure Darren Sproles is retiring, like you said he was. So, I mean, that that's a good running back committee. And then, you, again, you look at Deshaun Jackson's back for the Eagles. Uh, we have Ertz. You got Dallas Goddard. They just signed Richard Rodgers, who is a tight end, but spent most of the year last year injured, so he'll add to the offense. Nelson Aguilar is still here. Alshon Jeffrey is still here. We still have a great offensive line. Bold, my, I'm going to get my bold prediction right out of the way right now. I think Carson Wentz either wins or finishes second in MVP voting this year. Really? Yes. That's a hot With take. With that, uh, again. Vince, you're on fire. <laughs> this, uh, the last time we saw Carson Wentz play healthy yeah. was 20-whatever 20, whatever year we won the Super Bowl, 2017. 17, when yeah. he was the clear-cut MVP until he got injured. Yeah. He was the clear-cut MVP. He came back in 2018, and you could tell that his knee, he was not 100% on his knee. He came back only nine months after surgery, and then he broke his back and continued to play with it. <laughs> so, I mean, the last time we saw this guy healthy, he was an MVP. He was the MVP. He was That's the a good MVP. Point. I think if he could, he's had plenty of time to rest up and get healthy. You know, we even extended the season a little bit being in the playoffs, which is great. He's had plenty of time to rest up. I think he'll be, he'll be ready by the beginning of the season. And if he comes out 100% healthy with the weapons available to him on this roster, on this offense, I don't see why he can't be the MVP. Let me ask you this. And that, that is a piping hot take, and I, I happen to agree with you. However, let me ask you a totally different question. Okay. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Controversial guy. Sort mm-hmm. of. With some people. Some people don't like him. I remember when I got the news on my phone that Deshaun Jackson signed or is coming back, whatever. We, we acquired him, right? In a trade. Yeah. We, and yeah, then we, we reworked his contract, whatever. Mm-hmm. So how long do we have for three years? Two years? I think something some, some like that. I don't know the. I forget the exact details on the top of my head. Whatever. He's back. Controversial guy. Chip Kelly let him go. Let Shady go. Let all these people go. But do you think that he is a uh, a cancer? No, I I. And where do you still, think that all came from? It Just stems hearsay? from Chip from what Chip Kelly did to him. He obviously him and Chip Kelly had their issues, and there was apparently the possibility that he was in a gang. Gang affiliation. Does he? Maybe he has friends in a gang, but he's from like a rough neighborhood. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise this me. Is as, long as, as long as this dude's out in there, he's not out there gang banging. He's just right. a guy who happens to have friends that do that. You can't control who your friends are, you know, whatever. But I think it's completely unfair that what Chip Kelly did to him assassinated his character completely in the city. I think that. He will not be a cancer. I don't think he is a cancer. I don't think he deserves that title on him. More important question. Pro Bowl. Deshaun Jackson. Will Deshaun Jackson be in the Pro Bowl? Who knows? See, the reason why... I mean, I'm not going to say yes. I think... I'm going to probably say no. But the reason why there's there's a possibility of a big year from him because he is the down-the-field threat that Carson Wentz has not had. Yeah. Carson Wentz has yet, in his three seasons with the Eagles, to have had a great... Speed vertical receiver. Alshon Jeffrey is that guy you throw the ball up to. He's like he's he's not as fast as Julio Jones, but he's like a Julio Jones right. in the sense of you just throw the ball up and you just let him catch it. But he's not a speed guy. Deshaun Jackson is the guy that is going to blow past everyone. He's he's the the vertical fast deep threat. Carson Wentz has not had him yet, so it will be interesting to see 
how many touchdowns he has because I'm closing my mind right now, closing my eyes right now, and all I can just picture is Carson Wentz just throwing long balls to Deshaun Jackson, which it's a beautiful he's hauling sight, in for touchdowns. It's a beautiful, I dreamed of it. I, I, it's, Listen. I, so that, yeah, I think that Deshaun Jackson could be in for a big year because of that. All right. And he's definitely going to help his team yeah, out. And stemming from that, big years from Jeffrey, big years from Ertz, obviously we expect that from those guys. Nelson Aguilar, again, could – be a very key role. Another big roster move that I was happy about was Jason Kelsey's coming back for. Oh yeah, love Jason Kelsey. You got re. You always want to re-sign your best players. Look at the the Eagles are unlike any team in Philadelphia because they they keep their core around so long. Right. Like Brent Solik was here for a long, long really ten long years. Time. Like we keep our core players around. We prioritize signing our core. I love it. I love Jason Kelsey. How can you not love him after watching him dress up as the the Mummers? He's a Mummer. Oh, it's great. He's the best. So, yeah, I'm expecting a big year from the Eagles. I think we're going to win our division. I think we... I, I think we could win the NL again, the NFC. I'm, I'm still talking hey, about baseball. Baseball on here. our mind, baby. Yeah. I, uh, I think we could win the NFC. Uh, there's not many other teams in the NFC that I look at and I'm scared of. I mean, the Saints are good. They lost Ingram. So, now Kamar will be their feature back. So, he's... Very good me, player. He's still good. Alvin Kamar is... Uh, Drew Brees... Has some years left in him. Uh, Michael Thomas is great. They're they're a threat. Uh, other than them, though, I'm I'm trying to think right now, and I can't really think. The AL the, again. I'm still in baseball. God, <laughs> I damn. love it. The AFC, is that Seamus or Vince? Who's the, talking? The AFC though, I think that a very surprising, uh, probably at this point not even surprising, but I think that the Cleveland Browns are going to be competitive. I was going to say, I think the Browns are going to be competitive if everything clicks for them. They probably would be my second or third favorite coming out of that, that really? conference. I would say my favorite is the Chiefs. Still, I think they are great. And then Big second, red? and then second and third, I'm tossing between the Patriots and the Browns. The Patriots, you know, they just lost Gronk. And that's a big blow. I loved Gronk. He was the only player that I liked on the Patriots. I was shocked to see he retired and he's, Jeremy Macklin retired yeah, too. By the way, former Eagle, great player. But Gronk's been so banged up. His takes so much punishment on his body. I don't blame him. Yeah. But, Good for him, though. But, he had an unbelievable career. Yeah, he's one of the best tight ends of all time. Uh, but I'm taking uh, I'm taking the Chiefs first out of the AFC, and then either them, either the Patriots or or the Browns. I mean, it's going to be a competitive year over there. The NFC, again, I don't know how competitive it'll be overall, but again, if everything clicks for the Eagles, it's just like, aren't you, like, how excited are you just talking about this? First, we start off talking about the Phillies and how they have a chance at the World Series. Yep. Then we move on, and I'm very optimistic, but we're talking about how the Sixers have a legit shot to make the finals. finals. Now we're talking about the Eagles. We have a legit shot to make it to the Super Bowl again. Dude. Like, it, it's so overwhelmingly it's exciting. I don't remember fan. the last time, I mean, except for 2017, we actually won the Super Bowl, and you could see things were on the rise. I don't, like, this year is even crazier because all of our teams, except for the Flyers, who did find their goaltender. Yeah. But that's great. That's a positive for them. Carter Hart, baby. The Phillies, the Sixers, and the Eagles are all going to be competing for championships in their respective season. What a time to be alive. What a time to be Seriously. a Philadelphia sports fan. What a time to be alive. It, it, there's nothing like it. it this When when Philadelphia's clicking, just it's a magical place to it be. It is. It really the best is sports town in America. The underdog sports show's back. I mean, Philadelphia is, has it all right We're now. We're booming right now. We're, We're booming. booming. Let's fucking go, but man. I'm excited. Jordan, like I said, there's so many weapons that Carson Wentz is going to thrive this year. And he's going to put all his naysayers to bed. And I think that he will have a fully healthy year. Knock on wood. You can all hear. I think he'll have a great, healthy, great healthy year. And, yeah, I'll just put those people that are saying, oh, we should have kept Foles because Carson's injury prone. Good and go, I wish nothing but the best for Nick good Foles. For Nick. Do I think that he's going to put together a great full season over at Jacksonville? I don't because that's not what he's ever been. He's good for stretches, but, I mean, he's a hero here. Hey, he got he, paid. Good for him. He got paid, and like I said, he'll be a hero in this city forever. He won a Super Bowl. He'll Absolutely. never have to buy a beer in this town if he, if he so chooses to drink one. Right. In this town, again, he'll get nothing but love anytime he steps foot in this city. This will always be his second home. That, that's all I have to say about Nick Foles. Nothing against him. There are people that sound dumb when talking about him versus Carson. Oh, Carson's injury prone. We should have kept Nick. Blah, blah, blah. I think Carson lays that all to bed this year. MVP season. Possibly Super Bowl. Let's if we win the Super Bowl, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be the Super Bowl MVP. I think huge year for Carson Wentz. Oh, oh I forgot God. about the Rams. There'll be another team to compete in the NFC. Sure. But, whatever. It, Todd Gurley, though, he's scaring me, though, with his injury starting to wear him down. Yep. Did not look good in the playoffs yeah, last he year. Yeah, terrible. No. So, I mean, if he – if the injuries really become a problem for him, that's very bad for the it's Rams. really bad but for But they'll them. compete. For us. Just in, I'm just going to assume his health is fine. They will compete with us and with the Saints. But, like I said, big year. 
This is a great time to be a Philadelphia let's sports go, fan. Man. It's a great time. Let's go. Great time to listen to the Underdog Sports Podcast. Here we go. We're back. Come back. We're only going to get better. Yeah, it's it's just a great time. It's a great time. So, to do be you have alive, any man. you have any last words you want to add? Uh, yeah, I would like to thank all of our listeners for supporting us and bearing with us. Yes, very much. And we really do love you guys. And you can find us on Twitter, Vince at U Dog Sports. That's U at U D A W G Sports. Let's go. Just just. Any suggestions you guys have, anything you want us to talk right, about. Hit us, hit us on Twitter with your predictions. Hit us with your predictions for what the Phillies do, who wins the World Series, the Eagles predictions, Let's, what you think the Sixers are going to do. We want to hear it all. We want all your hot takes. We want them all. We want them all, man. And we really do appreciate you guys. Yeah, so much. We love you. And uh, we're, we're, we're back for the long haul now. Oh, There's yeah. no more breaks. No more breaks. No, we're, we're back. done with that. We're back. Every week, at least every week. Maybe even sometimes, you know, we have a solo episode. Maybe I'll, I'll put an episode by myself. Seamus put an episode by himself. Yeah, I, Whatever I we it. can do to get the content out to you guys is all that matters. We're going to keep pumping content. Barstool, move over. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Go Phillies. Let's go Phillies. Be bold. Are to, we still saying that or no? A different slogan? Oh, ring the, the bell. new one is ring the bell. Ring the bell, baby. We will, got, we will see you guys soon. Probably next week. Keep an eye out for a new episode at Dog Sports on Twitter. Bryce Hart. Have a great night.